0: Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome back to the Life Group Leader Podcast. We are excited about starting a new series. We are going to be looking at the book of Ruth found in the Old Testament, and this is a beautiful love story. And so we've actually titled this series Return to Love, and I believe that in our life groups we are going to have conversations about not only the concept of love, but we're going to look at this beautiful picture of Jesus in the Old Testament and what that means for us living beyond the, you know, beyond the time of the New Testament. We get to actually see how not only is Jesus relevant today, but also how the Old Testament And this beautiful story is still relevant to us uh, living in the year 2022. And so joined with me today is Jeremy. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Why don't you give us an overview of this series?
1: Yeah. So this little mini series is going to be great. Like you said, uh, looking at the story of Ruth. And so this first week we we actually hit the first three chapters and then we have some that we're going to come back and and focus on. uh, A really popular phrase, a, a lot of A lot of our leaders and people in our groups may have even had uh, these verses in their wedding ceremonies. They're real popular for weddings, although we'll see that the context is is not marriage uh, where we see these verses, but uh, very popular verses. So we're going to really take the first three chapters this first week and see uh, God's loyalty and love for his people. And also this picture of loyal love between Ruth and and Naomi and uh, the rest of her family as the story unfolds, uh, a more distant family. And then next week, week two, we see uh, how this this concept of redeemer that we're so familiar with that idea of redeemer when referring to Christ, but seeing where that imagery really comes from in this this uh, cultural context of uh, the ancient Hebrew people and what the the picture of redeemer was very literally in the story of of Ruth and how it ultimately points us to Jesus. And then finally, we're going to see how. God works in unexpected ways in our lives, and someone who felt uh, so hopeless—perhaps uh, at the end of, the, at the beginning of the story—by the end of the story, we see that her story, the story of Ruth and Naomi, ultimately was just a piece that not only pointed, kind of, with imagery towards who who Jesus was going to be, the Messiah, but ultimately the actual lineage uh, that led to. King David and ultimately Jesus' own uh, family—that Ruth was actually a part of that lineage. So we don't want to skip ahead as we get into that, but that's where we're headed, and it's it's pretty exciting and and a great way to lead into the season of of Lent as we prepare for Easter to kind of see this backstory of of Jesus' actual family.
0: I love when we do not only books of the Bible but narrative stories. And this is going to be a conversation that I think we're going to have to be a little bit aware that it's a a short story. And because it is a narrative, and similarly, if you were to sit down with your friends and you had a book club or you watched a movie together, that it would be hard to not talk about the entirety of the story every single week. But instead, we're, we're wanting to make sure as groups that we parse out the topics of one two and three which jeremy you you kind of overlapped uh, or, or uh, uh, outlined for us there already but do you have anything specific for us to just ensure that in maybe this first week's conversation we don't tread into week two and then same thing for two and three what what advice do you have for our leaders to try to help us stay really tight to the topics of each week
1: so, so the the first thing I would recommend is that it it's a short book. It's only four chapters, and those chapters aren't long either. Uh, so you'll see that even this first week, we're going to read the first three, have people read the story as a group before coming back to focus. So I would encourage leaders first to read through the book of Ruth so that you are familiar with the whole story and and you'll know kind of how not to to get ahead of yourselves. And then for this week in particular, uh, avoid going into the theme of Redeemer too heavily because week two, we're going to look at how Jesus is the ultimate Redeemer. So we're not going to get in, uh, try to steer conversation away from Redeemer and, and avoid uh, getting into the idea of of King as well, that how ultimately this, this points to Jesus as King. That shouldn't come up this week, but Redeemer and King are going to be things we want to look at in, in weeks two or three.
0: Okay that's that's really helpful and and I think the reason I'm bringing it up is while the guide is really clear and the questions are going to lend us to talking about the relationship between Ruth and Naomi and it will keep us under this idea of loyal love for those of us who are familiar with the story it's going to be uh, you know an exercise in restraint to yeah. not bring up where the story is going because I think what you've done here is uh, really designed a great conversation for us that um, separates out those, those themes that show up throughout the story. And so, Jeremy, uh, are there any things that our leaders uh, should be doing in preparation for this week? I would imagine reading the whole story is probably a, a good thing, but it's also going to be a challenging thing because, again, we want you to stay focused on topic
1: for this week. But anything else you'd add to that? With this week's conversation, one of the ways we really want to uh, help people get into, uh, really relate to it, both kind of mentally put themselves in the place of of Ruth and Naomi, both actually uh, this week, uh, but also emotionally and just kind of practically. Uh, a lot of the questions this week in order to set us up for the rest of the story are trying to identify with both Ruth and Naomi in this beginning of the story, before we start to see how we get hints and we get little pieces of how God is going to provide for them and and fulfill promises and show his faithfulness. But this first week, if we can really identify with, and so as leaders, maybe think about times in your own life where maybe you felt uh, hopeless or helpless. Uh, Maybe you were even bitter about the way your circumstances were turning out. Uh, You kind of thought it would be best to do one thing and and that sort of Fell apart and blew up in your face, and 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 maybe you've been at the point, and and maybe people are in your groups who are at the point where either currently or not too long ago, uh, especially with all that's been going on, just culturally and and in our families, extended families, uh, where you get to the point where you're just kind of fed up, and you're like, you know what, like nothing's getting better, things just seem to be getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, I'm mad about my circumstances. I might even be mad about, at, at God, if I'm honest. Like, why would he just keep letting everything pile up on me like this? How could anything good possibly come from this situation? So without leaving people in a state of kind of hopelessness or just, just venting and complaining, to really try to identify and be honest about those times where you have kind of felt those experience those thoughts, those emotions. Maybe you've even uh, said things and just frustration or anger or bitterness Um, in order to put yourself in that place where we can really receive and appreciate how good the good news of redemption and provision and God's loyal love really is when we kind of feel like we're in those places where is God actually going to show up? Does he actually care? Um, when we identify with that, we can recognize how much greater his redemption, his kingship as Messiah and Lord really is.
0: You're hitting at something that has been so important in my own devotional and study life, which is before I can try to understand God as he shows up in the story you know, however God is going to deliver, save, rescue, whatever, whatever, depending on the passage, right? Before I can fully understand the God I'm about to experience from a particular story, I need to put myself in the same emotional state as the person within the story. So the, you know, Ruth or Naomi in this example, or whether it's Jesus and his disciples, like before uh, anything that I can grasp the character or the nature of God, I need to relate to the experience that these people are having so that I can almost— like, just like these questions you're saying, you know, where do you see um, the, you know, emotional or relational needs? Where have you felt bitter? Where have you felt alone? Things like that in your life. By identifying those areas in our life, it actually puts us in the place where we're going to receive God in, the, in a similar way as we'll see him in the scripture as we get to that part of the story. And so you're really actually helping us to um, not take God out of context, but instead to experience God within a context that we have shared with the biblical characters that we're, we're studying here. So um, with that in mind, you know, you've got a, a, a lot of great questions here. And one of the things that I um, would, would probably reemphasize here, and I think, Jeremy, you've done a, a great job, you've already said it here today, is that we want to find ourselves to identify those areas of bitterness or isolation, loneliness, a place of hopelessness. We don't want to leave ourselves there. And we also don't want to make that the only point of the conversation because we also want to look at the other side and, you know, you have in this lookout section, where do you see emotional, relational, and material needs in the circles that we influence? And, and where else do we see those needs? Where else are those things? So meaning we get to see ourselves in both positions here, a place where I was in need, but also identifying areas of need outside of
1: my own life yeah and and that's that's so important it i think the natural surely the natural uh posture that we desire to be in is the one who helps others right like everyone wants to have it together and it'd be nice if we could just have that reminder of okay don't don't forget in all your uh you know in all the ways that God has blessed you to to be generous and to be thoughtful of and mindful of the people around you but to truly uh, experience that reciprocal nature of of relationship, where uh, sometimes it takes as as much or more humility to to receive help, uh, whether that's just an encouraging word or that's actual like tangible help. We see both in the story of of Ruth and Naomi, how they are helped both very practically and, and tangibly with physical needs, but also how emotional and relational needs are are met. And so to think about who has encouraged me, who has who has God used to kind of provide for those various needs in my own life and recognize those people and, and thank God for how he used them in your own life. But then to to not forget, okay, and how can I continue to be that sort of encouragement or the way God provides for someone else's need as well? Because mm. he does both.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. The The last thought I had kind of for this episode, and, and Jeremy, if you have anything else for us, please share, but that I, I like that you've included in here what other insights from the weekend message were especially timely for you. It, just as a reminder, I think that sometimes we can um, almost compartmentalize our, our weekend messages from our life group discussions, even though we're trying to provide a resource that is able to bridge the, you know, the the several days perhaps that are between the two. And it's, always welcome that you bring into the discussion as a leader or you foster a conversation from within the group of perhaps anything that did happen within our weekend teaching that might uh, be pertinent to this this conversation. And so, you know, as Jeremy's preparing for this, it's hard to provide all the commentary and the color that our weekend teachers are going to provide because they're studying at different times and under different circumstances. And so um, just Life Group Leaders, last reminder for me, right, is that, that you can incorporate some of the learnings, the bullet points that you captured from the weekend, or perhaps an illustration that was very timely. Bring that into your discussions, because I think that's only going to help us understand that what we're trying to do here is follow Jesus every day of our life. And so we worship together on the weekend, and we may have our life group on Tuesday night or whatever it is, and we have these discussions. But really, the the church is the, the gathering of believers anytime we're together, and having a relationship with God is something that happens every single day. So with that, Jeremy, any other final thoughts for this week?
1: Yeah, just, just that I'm excited about this little mini-series and and tying together, like you just said, how how has God used maybe the weekend experience and the teaching there to kind of speak into our lives in relation to this text? And then how can we look at just the text itself and, and bring those two things together as we learn to study and discuss God's word kind of in community and, and share uh, what he's saying to the church at large? It's just an exciting time. And again, as we prepare for Lent and head into that Easter season, to see how God's always at work in, in people's ordinary daily lives to lead to his ultimate redemptive purposes. So um, as they kind of put themselves in, in the place of uh, the different people in this story this week, uh, we get to prepare for next week and looking at redemption, and then ultimately how God would use all of this uh, to bring about the story and, and life of Christ uh, is, is just an exciting way to prepare for this season.
0: Amazing. Well, I'm looking forward to that second conversation and life group leaders. We are praying for you. I hope that while this is a short series, I hope that this first week's discussion gets you set in a direction that's going to make for the next couple really fruitful and beneficial for the people in your group. And so we're grateful for you. We're praying for you and have a great rest of your week. Take care.